Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Beginner's SEO Podcast with me, Phoebe Gill from theplansuccess.com. Okay, let's jump right into it. Today, I want to talk about what I wish I'd known like about SEO, say five, six years ago, or kind of also what I do now if I was just learning SEO. So we're going to keep it a nice short episode because to be honest, who's got time for learning these days? Like each day I set myself, okay, try and listen to a podcast or whatever about X, Y, Z. And then I then I download a few. And if they're over like 40 minutes, I'm like, nope, I haven't got time for that. I mean, obviously I have got time for that. <laughs> I could just split the episode up into two. Um, but it's just, I just think short and sweet is the way to go. You want to learn things quickly. Anyway, so I'll stop rambling. <laughs> right. What I wish I'd learned, and these are going to be very important points. So please do pay attention. The first one is going to be technical SEO for new websites, small websites. You don't need to spend 20% of your time thinking about it. So SEO is split up into on-page SEO, off-page SEO, and technical SEO. And I think people often think because it's split up into three parts that it deserves 33% of your attention for each section. But actually, if you're on a web builder like Words, um, WordPress, Squarespace, uh, you know, sort of platform like Shopify, well-established, most of the technical SEO is kind of taken care for, taken care of for you. What do I mean by that? Well, technical SEO basically comes down to making sure your website is crawlable by Google, making sure that all your pages are indexed in the big library of the internet and they're easily found and that Google can quickly read them and your website is nice and fast. But like I said, if you're on an established platform like Shopify, WordSpace, WordPress, whatever, you don't really need to do most of this. And the things that people often talk about, like technical SEO, things like robots text or a sitemap or um, what other things could there be? Making sure, I don't know, your indexing report is all good on Google's search console, making sure you haven't got duplicate content, all these things. Most of these things aren't going to move the needle in the way that you think they will. Obviously, apart from sort of site speed being really important, lots of the little things like a sitemap, yes, it's a nice to have. Yes, it's kind of fairly important, but either it's being taken care of automatically for you and there's no point trying to waste two hours of your time trying to learn what it is. And then B, even when you do get it set up, Google's so smart nowadays, it doesn't need a sitemap there specifically. So often what I'll see is like some clients, they haven't had a sitemap submitted ever and their website is doing fine. It's growing on SEO. This is what I mean. Google's so smart these days. So I really urge you in the early days to not worry about technical SEO too much. It's not going to have the impact that you think unless your website isn't being indexed at all, in which case you've got a bigger problem. <laughs> But yeah, number one, I wish I hadn't spent so much time stressing about technical SEO and trying to make my website perfectly healthy. Your website will do fine if you've got, you know, a couple pages of duplicate content or you haven't got your robots tech set up how you want. Don't stress about it. Number two, and this isn't going to be a popular one. I wish I'd understood how SEO takes time. And this is something I'm seeing more and more because obviously everyone's learning from different SEO experts on the internet, which is fabulous. 
but often people follow case studies and say the case, I'm just thinking in my head of one particular um, very successful SEO expert who has a lot of niche websites and he makes a lot of money from those niche websites. And he starts new products, new projects. So he starts a new website and says like, follow along with me as I grow up with SEO. And it'll happen really fast within a matter of months. He'll have thousands of thousands of visits and he will be making money straight away. And so you think, oh, I should be able to do that too. And this is exactly what I thought as well when I had a blog. But what you're forgetting is the years and years of experience and knowledge that allows him to ramp up the speed of his projects. So basically, I thought I was doing everything right five or six years ago, but actually it's still very much um, a process of trial and error. Even if you think you've nailed your copywriting or your content writing, chances are you're very much going to improve. And that SEO expert that's managed to make $10,000 a day from a website that's only six months old, he's got 10, 15 years of SEO experience behind him, so which enables him to sort of just accelerate everything. So I wish I'd understood that SEO does take time. And for that reason, not to expect to become a successful blogger overnight. But this does lead me on to something that I really wish I had done in the first place. I wish I'd taken the time to properly learn keyword research. And this doesn't mean you have to do it with expensive tools, but it does mean you really have to understand the steps involved with nailing down your keyword research. So often people write to me with questions saying, these are my keywords, why aren't I ranking? And nine times out of 10 is because they're trying to target the wrong keywords for their business. And that's because they haven't taken the time to properly learn how to do keyword research, which I promise is actually wasn't going to be a plug website, plug episode. But I will say my course on my website, how to optimize your website takes you from A to Z, complete beginner's SEO course. I teach you exactly how to do keyword research, how to niche down, how to find the keywords that will work and will bring you traffic for your website. I teach you exactly how to do it for free as well without using expensive paid keyword tools. So I'd highly recommend you do look um, that up. And if you don't have the money for that, and that's absolutely fair enough, um, you can still do it by yourself. Just like I said, it's just trial and error. It just takes more time. So I wish I had definitely sort of in the early days, A, realize that SEO can take longer than you think. And then B, really nailing that keyword research. It's very important, if not one of the most important things on your website. Number four, um, sort of leading on from keyword research, I wish I'd understood the that tools aren't going to do it all for you. Hence why that's why on my course, I don't say you need to do a paid tool because people often think if they're using a paid tool or they're using an AI tool, that it's done it for them. No, that's not the case. You still need to apply that keyword research knowledge uh, and use your common sense and your industry knowledge when you're doing your keyword research. And this is your superpower, your industry knowledge. Um, hang on, wait, that's veering off into another point. <laughs> but basically, I wish I'd understood that using an AI tool or using a um, paid keyword research tool isn't going to do it all for me. You can't depend on them 100%, particularly with AI tools. I'm seeing more and more websites that are clearly written by AI tools. And just 
then they're not ranking that well. And it's because the content is all the same. It's not human written. It hasn't got any unique experience. It hasn't got any of that insider industry knowledge, which you as an industry expert in your niche does have. So definitely don't rely 100% on paid tools or AI tools. Really take the time to learn your keyword research, exactly how to do it if you want to do with my course, or if not, take the time to learn how to do it properly. It will save you so much time in the long run and make sure you don't make the same mistakes I did when I was first using paid keyword research tools. I used to pay, well, I still do, I pay like, you know, a few hundred dollars a month for my um, SEO tools, but I don't rely on them 100%. A lot of the time I'm using Google Search Console. A lot of the time I'm using Google Ad Planner, which is exactly what I teach on my course. And they're free as well. Um, Number five, I think now. (laughs) So this comes back to what I just mentioned on your industry knowledge is your superpower. And this might be sort of not great to hear if you're wanting to make a niche website about something you're not an expert in. But if you're either trying to rank your business website or you're trying to grow a niche blogging website, you do need to write about what you know. A piece of content written by an expert or, you know, someone that knows. And also when I use the term expert, I just mean you need to know more about your topic than sort of the average person. And if you can't write about your topic just off the top of your head, then maybe you do need to go back and learn more. For instance, this podcast, I didn't need to look up anything for this particular episode because I know everything I'm talking about. I am an SEO. I'm not going to say expert. I can't bring myself to say expert, (laughs) but I'm an SEO professional. It's what I do. It's what I read about day in, day out. So therefore, I know the content I put out on SEO is my superpower. That's the whole reason this podcast is growing. That's why my blogs grow, because I make sure that I write about what I know, I talk about what I know. And when I work with clients, I might sort of, you know, I get that I help them with their SEO briefs and things like that, but I'm always urging them to not rely on AI tools because as professionals in their industry, that's what make that that's what will make their content rank. The fact that they know just things that Google wouldn't even know existed, just little sort of experiences or anecdotes they've had in their personal working life that they can add into their content, they can add into their FAQs, they can add into their service or product pages. It's what it really is a cliche, but you being you is what makes your website special. So please don't hesitate, don't shy away from adding in sort of personal experience. It's very important. Oh heck, I can really talk. We're 11 minutes in and I've still got a fair few to go. Okay, so you're special, basically, to sum that point up. Moving on. Um, SEO is evolving. We know that with the rise of ChatGPT, we've got Google search generative experience episodes as well. If you don't know what I'm talking about, head to my episodes where I talk about SEO trends for 2024. But basically, SEO is evolving. We don't know what it will look like in 10 years. Of course, SEO will always still be here because Google's not going away, is it? 
but how it works might change. And the best way to safeguard that is always focus on growing your brand. And what do I mean by that? I mean, if you, I mean, you want people to be searching for your brand, which is called cool candles, something like that. You want the cool candles keyword to be rising. And how do you do that? Well, you can do it via social media. You can do it via paid ads, but you can also do it with SEO in your content marketing by creating very educational pieces that help people. Perhaps you're a cool candles brand and yes, you sell candles, but You can also help people make candles. I love buying candles, but also I'm interested in how candles are made. And every now and again, I'm Googling how to, you know, how to make my own candles, how to reuse old candle wax. Um, I don't know which kind of candle is the safest for environment. I Google all these things and no, I haven't bought a candle making kit yet, but I do plan on doing so in the future. And I already know off the top of my head, the brand that I want to buy because it's soy wax, it's environmentally friendly, all this. And then also they've got lots of great informational content, which has taught me how to make candles, even though they also sell candles. So by making informational, educational content, a key cornerstone of your content marketing strategy, you will grow your brand. You will grow brand awareness, which will in turn increase the volume of people searching directly for your brand and will help safeguard against any sort of changes in the future. And not just in SEO, because social media is going to change. Instagram is not always going to be around. Neither is TikTok. And if your only channel is on Instagram or TikTok, then what are you going to do when they fade out, you know? So that's why growing your website is so important. Making sure it is optimized from A to Z, little plug for my course there, um, is crucial. I can't emphasize it enough. If you're a small business and you sell e-commerce or you sell services, or even if you're a freelance or something like that, then you need to have a fully optimized SEO website. It is crucial this day and age. You can't really not have a functioning business without it. Um, finally, not finally, sorry, <laughs> so you also don't want to fixate on rankings. And when I say rankings, I mean the number one, number two, number three position on Google search results. And why is that? Well, for a few reasons. Number one, principally, they change all the time. So you'll find, you know, you're stressing out because one day you're down a few places but the next day, chances are you'll probably be back up. Number two, um, your page ranks for hundreds and hundreds of keywords. There's not, people aren't just typing in soy wax candles and that's it. No, there's 101 different ways to type in soy wax candles. So trying to fixating on just a few keywords is just such a waste of time. I'm constantly having to educate clients on the fact that your page is ranked for hundreds of keywords. So there's no point trying to keyword stuff your page full of one keyword. Keyword stuffing is when you've chosen soy wax candles as your keyword and you've just placed soy wax candle every single sort of nook and cranny in that page of the content. 
It looks awful. It reads awful. Google does not like it. No, instead, you should always talk about things in terms of a topic. And so, like I said, there's a million and one ways to talk about soy wax candles. And so on my product page for soy wax candles, I will use lots of different terms and terminology to describe the product. Um, so that's number two. There's so many different keywords. So there's no point trying to focus on a few. Number three, Google search results are catered personally to you using your data, using your search history, using your location, using your interests. You know, Google knows what you're going to have for dinner tonight. You might not think it does, but it does. So there's no point thinking that the search results are the same for everyone and therefore the keyword rankings are the same for everyone. And it's the same with if you're using a paid keyword search tool, then those keyword um, rankings are catered specifically for that platform, that keyword tool. So like I said, there's no point trying to fixate on keyword rankings because they're so different for everyone. There's so many different keywords that each page can rank for. Um, and they also change all the time. Google's algorithm's constantly updating. So it's just, it's just such a waste of time to fixate on it. Instead, what do I recommend? I wish I'd recommend, I wish I'd focus a lot more on just making sure I was getting conversions, either sales or leads. That's what I care about. Organic traffic is great. Obviously, it's very important with SEO. But at the end of the day, if I'm not making sales, I'm not making leads, then what's the point? I'd recommend you listen to small um, business SEO plan way back about a year ago or so I made it. But a lot of sort of useful information there if you're thinking how to make an SEO strategy that will work for a small business. Um, when I'm talking about strategies, actually, I wish I'd realized that SEO, although there's constantly new strategies out there, there's all these different SEO experts talking about different things. At the end of the day, SEO at its core does not change. If you focus on creating the best possible website, and when I say best possible website, I mean the best content, the best design, the best user experience for your target audience, then you will succeed with SEO. And that does often mean you have to take a good hard look at your website and maybe get some fresh eyes on it. Because often, I mean, I know I'm, I'm a big believer in just get it done like over perfection, but I do always kind of go back to my website and tweak things a little bit here and there because I know it's not perfect. And I'm constantly trying to make it as good as possible for my target audience. I'm trying to make it think, okay, are sort of my free downloads in the easiest place for people to find? Um, have I really explained what I do very well here? I'm constantly trying to tweak these things to make it the best possible experience for my audience. And I know it's not, and I don't mind that because progress over perfection, but eventually one day I'd like to achieve perfection. And that's how I know my SEO will constantly get better. My organic traffic will constantly grow because of that ethos. Don't get caught up in the million and one tactics out there that are changing all the time, different quick wins you can do, or maybe under the table black hat tactics. Black hat tactics are things that Google outright says, don't do this. If we know you're doing it, we will penalize your website, aka they will sort of shut down your website and you'll never see any traffic again. Don't do that. Just stick with creating a quality website. And that way you won't ever be hit negatively by a Google algorithm. Sometimes you still might, but chances are you'll recover. So yes, don't get uh, shiny object syndrome. Don't get distracted by shiny object syndrome. 
And that, I think, everyone, coming up to 20 minutes is enough for you. It's enough for me. My voice is starting to hurt. Honestly, I don't get how people that do solo podcasts manage to talk for an hour. Ridiculous. Anyway, to wrap it up, well, I'm not going to wrap it up. You, you listen to it. <laughs> so as always, please check out theplansuccess.com for free resources. I've also got my course up there. And follow me on Instagram as well, at theplansuccess. DM me with any questions. And that's all, guys. I hope you have a great day and see you next week.